Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pondering Podcast. I am so happy to be back with you guys after a few weeks hiatus from the podcast. And we are going to talk today about stepmom guilt. My question was, do you ever struggle with quote-unquote stepmom guilt? Are there certain situations where you beat yourself up and feel guilty about things you've said or done in your stepmom role? Please describe your experiences and how you cope with it. And the first comment I'm going to read is from the Pondering Nooks Facebook page from Chelsea, who always has amazing responses. Thank you, Chelsea. She says, we have my stepson every other weekend, and both my husband and I feel extremely guilty if we ever have to do a grocery shopping or anything that would take us away from my stepson. Since he is at our house so little, we always feel like horrible parents if we have to do regular everyday things, like 100% of our weekend with my stepson should be dedicated to spending every second with him since we see him so little, but that's not how life works. For the most part, we've just learned to plan everything around when we have my stepson so we don't double book over our time with him. I feel it's normal for any type of parent to feel guilt for living a life outside of strictly being a parent in parent mode. That being said, I do believe parents who have restricted access to their child have a different level of guilt to deal with, and some days can be really hard. Absolutely. Thank you, Chelsea, as always, and yes. This comment really hit home with me. I remember the days before we had full custody of my stepchild and he was going back and forth and it was a real struggle to plan things because if we planned fun things on weekends he wasn't with us, we'd feel bad, we'd feel guilty for doing those things without him and that's stressful. On top of that, we still had our daughter all of the time. So life had to carry on and the fun activities needed to carry on whether he was with us or not. Um, We would also end up planning our errands or our quote unquote, not so fun stuff on days that he wasn't with us so that when he was there, we could devote all of our time to making him happy when he was with us, Um, which is basically what Chelsea was saying too. Um, I would say, unfortunately, this kind of behavior that we demonstrated kind of led us down a path that maybe wasn't so great. Looking back in hindsight, um, he ended up never really wanting to go and do the mundane things with us, like grocery shopping, um, because we would always do the fun stuff with him when he was with us and do the mundane stuff when he was gone. And his biological mom would end up doing her errands and chores when he was with us and then doing the fun stuff with him when he was with her. 
So for a while at both homes, he was only experiencing the fun stuff at both places because both homes were operating out of guilt and trying to appease him. But he wasn't really experiencing that everyday, normal, boring stuff that he would have and possibly should have if he was at either home full time. So I feel stepmom guilt about that because even though I disapproved of what we were all doing to accommodate him, I wasn't confident enough in my own role back then to speak up. Um, And I also think that parents who are dealing with the back and forth really do need to be commended because it's often so much disruption and so much stress over planning anything. And so much of the time, one or both of the biological parents feel guilt and they will do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do just to appease the child. And as a step-parent, you have a front row seat to this kind of behavior and this kind of dynamic. And I can definitely attest to how difficult it was for me. All right. And now I'm going to read a comment from my Facebook page from Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. She says, seven years in and I am more clear than ever in my boundaries as a step-parent. It has made all our lives easier. The guilt I have is that all our kids in our large blended family have dealt with the choices my partner and I made. There have been many unintended consequences. The kids never asked for parents to divorce or parents to date or fall in love with someone new. There's also the stress of new siblings sharing their home, sharing their parent. I make all my decisions based on love now. Years ago, all my decisions were based on fear. It's never easy, but it's always worth it. Thank you, Carolyn. And I love how she talks about how she used to make all of the decisions in her life and family based on fear and how now she makes them out of love. I think that so many of us stepmoms can relate to this. I feel her worries about wondering about choices and how they've affected all of the children involved in the situation. Um, I believe that empathy is such a strong element involved in being a stepmom. And if we didn't feel empathy, we probably wouldn't feel so much guilt all of the time. And all of the guilt is not healthy, but I do believe it comes from a place of compassion and from the best of intentions. So thank you again, Carolyn, for responding. I appreciate that. Also had a comment here from Kimberly Sue. Thank you, Kimberly. She says, I have no guilt. Then she says, no, that's a lie. I feel guilty to myself for taking and putting up with abuse from my stepchildren. But apparently that's normal behavior from stepchildren. So she obviously did not have a good experience with her stepkids. And she describes having stepchildren who were toxic in her life. And she's feeling guilt for not putting her foot down in the past when she thinks she should have. 
And I think that so many times we stepmoms tend to remain quiet in order to please people or because we simply don't want to deal with confrontation, which I can totally relate to. I mean, who wants to deal with a bunch of confrontation and drama in their lives? That's awful. However, I think that many stepmoms learn over the years and through experience that sometimes you simply have to say enough is enough and face those tough and awkward situations by setting down some boundaries. And now I'm going to go over to my Instagram where I did get some private anonymous responses from stepmoms. And the first one I'm going to read says, The stepmom guilt. It's a feeling that doesn't ever subside. I struggle daily knowing that I don't have a relationship with my stepdaughter. Thoughts of what could I have said or done differently? Couldn't I have just stayed quiet and let things be? Will there ever be a relationship plague me constantly? It's so hard. I don't know the answer to these questions. Maybe things could have been done differently to produce a different result, or maybe it wouldn't. I just don't know, and I feel sad about it all. Thank you for that response. And the stepmom is dealing with the guilt of not having a great relationship or any relationship with her stepchild and spends time wondering what she could have done differently, if anything. I think that so many of us, no matter what situation we're in, um, we really put our own heads into a spin Sometimes wondering what we could have done or maybe what we shouldn't have done to make the situation better. And as I've learned over a decade now, trying to be the step parent who is the fixer or the mediator can turn into a toxic cycle of not allowing the biological parents to figure things out on their own and essentially draining yourself of energy that's better used elsewhere, like on yourself. And at the end of the day, I think whether we have wonderful relationships with our stepkids, you know, mediocre relationships or downright terrible relationships with them, there comes a time when you simply have to tell yourself, maybe pretty sternly, okay, I've done the best that I could do to the best of my abilities, and that's it. I can no longer pour my energy into wondering what if. And yeah, this is way easier said than done, and I'm still struggling with it myself to this day. It's a work in progress. But it's very important, I feel, that after a certain amount of trying, worrying, and feeling guilt that you need to let yourself off the hook from trying to fix everything. And that's something that I've learned. So uh, I've got more stuff to read, and I will be right back after this quick ad from Anchor. Okay, another comment I have here is from a stepmom who says, 
My stepdaughter makes comments about things she wishes her mom did with her, for her, and asks me if I can talk to her. She's seven. And I feel so guilty when I say, well, see what I can do. And I don't actually communicate to her mom what she says. I feel stuck because I'm not close to her mom. And if I did say something, she'd take it personal and tell my boyfriend of three years that I shouldn't be communicating with her, that he should, and that I crossed a line saying X, Y, and Z. She'd be just as mad if he said it to her, though. Monkey in the middle is how I feel. My stepdaughter is closest with me, especially, and her dad, so it's hard. Yeah, this is uh, describing a dynamic where the stepchild is younger and seems to be gravitating towards the stepmom and trying to get her to communicate certain things to her biological mother. And this is a touchy one because much younger children can really pull on the heartstrings and the guilt strings, especially when they're going back and forth between the two households. They may say certain things about preferring one thing to another or comparing the two households in a way that makes all the parents involved feel like they aren't doing enough to make the child happy or that what they are doing isn't good enough in some way or needs to be more like the other parent and what they're doing. Um, and also when the stepmom bio mom relationship is strained, the children sense it and they know it. And we then have to be very careful about what we say and what we do essentially walking on eggshells much of the time and feeling guilty about either not speaking up or feeling guilty about things we've already said that maybe later we think, well, I shouldn't have said that. And there's also a lot of stepmom guilt regarding the relationship with the bio mom. I know from personal experience, sometimes we might feel like we should have a better relationship with the biological mother because of the children or for the sake of the children. Yet sometimes we're dealing with a bio parent who is either high conflict or who's absent, you know, some of the time or all of the time. So that's a real challenge to engage with that person, even if we feel it's what's best for the kids. Um, I really think that the biggest takeaway for me on all the stepmom guilt that we might feel is that when we operate on the concept of what's best for the kids 100% of the time and design our daily lives around what we think will make them happy, we're often forgetting about what's best for us. You can only make yourself drink so many cups of guilt before it becomes toxic. You feel guilt because you care, but in the end, if you're miserable and torturing yourself over these things, it really isn't helpful to anyone, especially the kids. So before I go today, I want to read you an excerpt of an article I'm actually writing 
called Let Me Tell You About My Stepmom Guilt. And it's been on my mind, which is why I wanted to do this show. And I'm not finished the article yet, but I'm going to read the beginning of it. And hopefully it either comforts someone or lets them know they're not alone. And I'm going to try to have an uplifting end to the article (laughs) when I'm done, as I always try to do. All right. Let me tell you about my stepmom guilt. It creeps in even on the good days. It seeps in even when I know I've done my very best. The hardest part about raising a child you didn't give birth to is wondering if you could have, would have, or should have done things differently if they were your own. I struggle with all the could haves, would haves, and should haves daily, especially now that my stepchild is older and with me full time. I think about the days when my stepchild was younger and we tried the back and forth co-parenting thing with his biological mother. I remember having mixed emotions. I had just given birth to my daughter, so when he would go to the other home, I did feel a sense of relief because that was one less child to take care of, and I feel guilty for that. When my stepchild was at our home, I would feel torn between how much attention I was giving him as opposed to how much attention I was giving my biological daughter. I would agonize over if I was treating my stepchild in the same way that I would treat my biological child. I would agonize over whether I was being too soft on my stepchild and not disciplining him enough. I would often overcompensate because he didn't have a lot of access to his biological mother. And the list goes on. I often wonder if I had put more effort into my stepchild earlier before I had him full-time, if I could have made a better impact. I feel guilt over sometimes pushing him to spend more time with his mother when he was younger, because I thought it was the right thing to do, and she ultimately ended up abandoning him anyway. Guilt is such a useless emotion. It causes grief, yet offers no comfort. It's a cold and empty void of torture. We put these burdens on our shoulders, even when they are truly not our burdens to bear. But we often do it out of love, out of dedication, and out of compassion. And that's where I'll end it today. And that's all I have so far, but I'm going to be working on that and getting it out. And as always, I appreciate every single person that took the time today to listen to this podcast. And I hope you got something out of it. And I hope all of you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, coffee, wine, whatever it is. And I will talk to you next week with a new topic. And you can find me at www.theponderingnook.com. And I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye.